I was watching Hoochie Daddy season two um, casting calls. <laughs> is that porn? What is that? <laughs> it's this shit. Pap, Pap hook, hook put his on last year at the fight party where, before the fight came on. He was like, y'all ever seen Hoochie Daddy? Everybody at the fight party like, what the fuck? And it's a bunch of stud gay women trying to it's like a reality show. They all live in the house together and they do little challenges and they argue and they fight. It's so funny. It was on Tubi. It's so funny. So uh, I guess it was successful. Now they got a season two. So they doing they looking for a, a new new cast and for the new house. This shit uh, is oddly entertaining. <laughs> that's funny. Hmm. But anyway, let's get into this. So somehow it's easier to do these when we lose. I don't know why. Today's episode of the Queen of Central Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. What up, my boy? Huh? What up, my boy? This is the quintessential Browns podcast. QB Pierce. Welcome back to another quintessential Browns podcast. And yes, you can tell by the tone of my voice, and I know you saw it, we lost horribly in week 12 against the motherfucking Denver Broncos. I'm your host, Yusuf Ali. That's our other host, Jake Solomon. Oh, Do you yeah. have anything to say before we get into this somber week 12 episode? Um, uh, We were thoroughly outcoached. That's that is my big takeaway. Yep, yep. Just when he was doing good. Well, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about that and a lot more on this week's miserable QBP. Andy won the ball really well. Uh, Russell was definitely like you know the whole team. I feel like these last four well, five games have you know it's kind of like a new team won their last four. Um, you know, I tip our hat to those guys, you know, um, the coaches and the players for turning it around. Um, but like I said, man, they got a good running team. Um, Russell does a good, great job with the ball, doesn't really turn it over. Turn it over. Um, so we're going to have to be cued in for all, all the stuff. Yeah, I, w- I would say scheme-wise. You know, obviously, like we've been talking about, you know, this whole year, just kind of that attack front that we have, um, letting those guys hit their spots. Um, you know, I... I say, you know, we got the best front, you know, front four guys, man, in the league. So, you know, just letting those guys do their thing and letting us be behind them. Uh, unique accuracy, being able to, you know, stay in the pocket, make throws, you know, get out of the pocket, scramble, stay behind the line, make throws, but also, you know, get your arsenal with his legs. Um, unique vision, you know, those lines feel terrible. Everything hurts, shoulder hurts. But we gotta keep on going. Keep on, keep on uh, rolling to the wheels, fall off, man. You know, the 
taking momentum from their defense and uh, you know, using it well. You know, defense putting them in a great field position, and they're, they're capitalizing on that. Uh, the defense is taking the ball away, I think, at, you know, recently at the highest clip of anyone in the league. So, um, you know, the offense is you know, just uh, being there for them, whether it's you know, three or six, they're, they're putting points on the board. And uh, you know, once they you know, continue to you know, stack those those big momentum plays, offense, you know, you know, putting the ball in, that's when the defense can really go hunt. I think that that's really what has uh, set them apart with them. Um, see what had happened?
DTR being knocked out, uh, you know, we were still in the game, but yeah, definitely manageable. I think it's a shame that Jerome Ford only had nine carries. That's crazy. Nine carries um, throughout that whole game. Wait, for the whole game? Whole game. Yeah. That is really bad. Um, and at one point, I remember tweeting, we need a halftime adjustment really bad, but it's still like 11 minutes left in the second quarter. And at some point, on one drive, I want to say the fifth possession, maybe fourth, when we scored, or I think we got a field goal out of that. Something happened good, but we got down the field pretty easily. And I said, hmm, I think they adjusted. I think we got it together. It was a couple runs. If he only got nine carries, he must have got three or four of them in that, that drive I'm talking about. So I was like, this looks like we didn't figure out what we supposed to do. And they came out of halftime and completely blew up the fucking game plan. Yeah. Yeah, it also didn't help. Like, we had a ton of drops. Like you said, Amari was – Amari never, you know, that's our, our best receiver. He was dropping balls, Elijah Moore, pretty much all the people. I mean, I think Amari – I mean, he is our best receiver. But, man, that was – it was a brutal game to watch. Absolutely brutal. Our defense didn't seem to – either they didn't come to play or we were – I we were seeing looks that – we hadn't seen before. That's the first time that a team is really taking it to us like that, I think, on the ground. I mean, they were running all over us. They ran those trap plays against us that really screwed us. And that's kind of, I mean, I, I'm not too worried. However, they the Denver Broncos did kind of show what you have to do to beat this defense. Um, and I'm a little surprised that Schwartz did not adjust a little bit more i mean they still scored 15 points in the second half they outscored themselves from the first half so yeah terrible bad execution pj walker is not a formidable quarterback uh and uh i don't know uh it it was bad it was really bad yeah the drops the drops the joku usually reliable with dropping balls but it was, yeah, it was more than just that. It was the, yeah, the defense. We wasn't, we didn't look number one. We couldn't get pressure like I thought. We did force a fumble. JOK was playing his ass off, but I don't. I just it just we was getting beat too many times by like just little simple shit. And it was like what is, what is going on with on on with our number one defense. And that's another thing I said, and I I try not to be negative, and I try to be optimistic all on my Twitter feed, but I was like, this 14-zip don't feel like the same 14-zip when we was just down in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. It just didn't feel the same, and apparently it wasn't. It was not the same (laughs) 14-zip. But speaking of JOK, let's move on to the players of the game. Let's give out some game balls. Um, player of the game, I said it already. I guess I spilled the the uh, uh, leaked my answer. It's JOK. He was all over the field. So many tackles for loss, forced fumbles, fucking set. He got that one sack at the end. It kind of didn't count. We was all the game was already kind of wrapped up, but he 
never stopped playing. And he got like he shot up the middle, got an amazing sack. And just you gotta love that guy. I hate that that uh uh Miles looked like he got hurt again, but JOK was out there and Okoronkro. Okoronkro, mm-hmm. the African, the wild Africans was wilding out. <laughs> so, but I'm gonna give it to JOK. Yeah, JOK played great. And a side note, they did say that uh, Miles fortunately didn't have any structural damage. He's listed as day to day, so we really avoided uh, a big injury there because they were saying that he couldn't lift his arm and stuff after yeah. the game. Yeah, so, sorry. Uh, yeah, if it's just a, a boo boo, little boo boo action, then that's fine. Um, yeah, I'll give. Uh, Man, I, I hate picking the same person as you, but JOK did did play the best. He was yeah. he was lights out, man. He played really, really well. Um yeah, I'm can I just give it to JOK? Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was easily the standout player, best player on the field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, and- we lost. I don't feel the extra pressure to pick to nominate someone else, you know. So yeah, man. Yeah, because we lost pretty bad. Like we did, we did. Yeah, we got pretty bad. And I don't know if a bad. I always say a bad loss is better emotionally than a close loss, but no, I don't know, cause a close loss make you think like, man, if the referee would have did this or that, whatever. But damn, when it's like that, it's like, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I didn't even think of one yet. Metaphor uh, for this week, for week 12 against the Broncos. How did it feel watching this game? Let's see. Let me let me think. We started off, we started off bad. Then we got a little bit of hope. And then it ended as bad as it started. So let's see. That's like, um, I, I, let's make it simple. That's like going to see... Uh, any Tyler Perry movie. Like, it's it, like it got this super cast, like this all-star, like C-list black actor cast. Mm. Like, they don't have, like, Will Smith, but they got Carlton. Like, they mm. don't have, like, uh, I don't know, Samuel Jackson, but they got that one dude that's always somebody's uncle, you know, like oh. 17 movies. They, and then, like, they have, like, the one girl that was on like one season of uh Wild and Out. Like, so like it's just like shit like that. So you like you kind of got low expectations, sort of like, you know, this game. You we we kinda wanted to win, but you know, they was coming in on like a four-game winning streak, so we wasn't like sure. So you go into the theater, and yep, just like you thought, it's shitty. The acting is bad, the wigs bad, but then there's one scene where that girl from Wild and Out, like, it's a sex scene, and you could swore that you saw, like, a part of her real pussy, like, just a piece, like, the top of her real pussy, because of the, the camera, the cinematography is so shitty because it's a Tyler Perry movie, and they didn't have, like, the real, like, the props that they're supposed to use for sex scenes to cover up the actors, so you're like, did I see some real pussy just now? <laughs> and then... You did, because then the next day they all tweeting about that scene. But of course, the movie ended terribly like you thought. But hey, mm-hmm. at least it was that one time you saw some pussy for like four mm-hmm. seconds. So, yeah. 
There you go. That's exactly what this uh, game was like. <laughs> man, I I don't even want to attempt to top that. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Perry movie. Uh, man. Uh, <laughs> this game. All right, this game. Some some hope going into it, and then as it started, you're like, oh. This isn't really gonna work out at all. Mm. This this was like this game was like a this this game was like a a student driver being a, a private limo driver after one test drive. Doesn't even oh, have a okay. license yet. You were like, all right, he's he's driven before so theoretically he could do it mm-hmm. and then he goes to the wrong address he shows up late mm-hmm. he's taking you to the wrong places mm-hmm. it's not and then you're like oh yeah that's right i forgot we we have an inexperienced driver we have no idea what's happening right now yeah so, because that first time he drove he only drove around in a parking lot only in a parking lot right and like, Mm-hmm. God damn, so that made it drive. seem easy. Made it mm-hmm. seem easy because it was a parking lot, right? Yep. But then late at night too, no other cars. You no didn't have to work hitting no other cars. Yep. Damn. Then you throw them into some rush hour traffic. Add a few stop signs here and there. Disaster. Yep. That, that was. There you go. You worked that out. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Week twelve. It was like a shitty Tyler Perry movie that you knew was shitty, but just one good scene and a, a, a driver that you hired that had one good driving day and you just got totally overexcited and carried away because he drove one time real good mm-hmm. and then crashed the fucking first day you hired him. Damn. Damn. There you go, QB Pierce. Is Kevin Stefanski still calling the plays after week 12? Now, I would say the last three, maybe even four, but I know three weeks in a row at least, we were pretty satisfied with the play call. I believe he got grades of A- and B+. We was like, wow, maybe Kevin Stefanski has finally figured it out. It took him, what, three years, even though he won Coach of the Year, whatever. I think he's finally figured it out. And then yesterday happens, and we go against how many teams is it in the NFL? 32. 30, 32. We go against the number 32 ranked <laughs> run defense. That means defense against the run. And how many carries did Ford have? Nine. Nine carries. For how many yards? Yeah, 60, 65 yards. So that means he was running pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Against the worst run defense because that's usually what happens. But he decided to do a double reverse. That made the announcer, like I said earlier in the show, refer to us as this is not the Globetrotter. Mm-hmm. That was bad. 
that was just bad. He constantly decided to not run when it was so easy to run time after time. Even the quarterback was running. It was so easy. Kareem Hunt was jumping over people. It was really easy. And we still only ran the ball nine times. So, I don't know. What what grade are you giving him? I have to give him an F plus. Ooh, F plus, <laughs> not bad, not bad. That is really bad. Yeah, this was, I think, easily the most uh, frustrating game. Uh, probably most disappointing I've been in the play calling um, because it was just so – it seemed to us anyways, like it's obvious that we should be running the ball. We didn't run the ball. And again, r- rookie quarterback on the road and you're dropping him back in an empty set. Um, you're asking him to do a lot. And again, we didn't do, I don't think we did any screens. We did some bullshit re- reverses and stuff. And um, even then it just seemed like we were doing really weird plays like a lot of really short stuff we weren't stretching the field enough um yeah i'll uh i'll give stefanski a d minus give him a d minus because i don't know f seems unfair i guess i don't know but (laughs) average it out we're at an f i guess I gotta give him. I have to go super low because it's so elementary. If you're going, it's yeah. like if you playing basketball against a person who has one arm, <laughs> then that's the side that you try to run past him on. Why do you constantly go to the side that he has one arm and he keep knocking mm. the ball loose from you? <laughs> so. That's exactly what it was. These guys can't stop the run. Obviously, they can't stop the run. Even if it was only getting five yards a carry, that means two carries. Now, it should be first down. Two carries, first down. Two carries. See how that goes? But no, they don't want to. (laughs) Man. So, yeah, I had to give him an F. That was, like you say, that was the worst play calling easily of his tenure. Mm -hmm. Easily. Mm Mm-hmm. Easily. We talked about the quarterback situation. So DT already got his head bust. So most likely he won't play. Even if he come back for the week after this, he probably won't play this week. So we're going into the game with Joe Flacco, 38-year-old, fresh out of the broadcasting booth, Joe Flacco. Was Who he, I never he was in the broadcasting booth? Yeah, he was he was calling some shit for a second. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh. And now we gotta go with him and fucking PJ Walker. And I'm thinking if we just gonna go that route, they, they could have got Robert Griffin. He he pleaded. He actually made <laughs> a little video and he said, Look, I can still run, I can still do this. I'm 30, whatever the fuck years old. Mm-hmm. And they still ain't got Joe Flacco from the Ravens. And fucking, we even already had Griffin at one point. Like, I don't know, man. We 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 in trouble, man. If PJ Walker got to be the quarterback for the next rest of the 
even two more games. I mean, you would think that it shouldn't be that bad with the defense, but then you see what happened with the defense. So, like, can we recall on the defense and P.J. Walker at the same time? Like, fuck. You know what's also interesting is that they've tried to keep the quarterback room, everybody with the same skill set. We, we have all athletic guys that can can scramble, that can move. But we really don't this offense doesn't really cater to them scrambling and moving like DTR is like, he's got some speed, but we really, even in this game, we, we didn't really have him use his legs. We didn't really run a lot of bootlegs or anything like that. And so I'm, I'm very interested to see how a guy like Flacco would do in this offense, which seems like it's meant for someone that's more of a pocket passer. Like it doesn't, we're not really getting outside of the tackles too much as a, from the quarterback perspective. So I am curious. He's different than all the other quarterbacks we've had this year, or even going back last year maybe a little bit. That's true. He, he's definitely he's, different style. Yeah, he'll stay in there, and that could help us because there's definitely some of those sacks on P.J. Walker were his fault, that kind of where he kind of you know, got skittish and broke the pocket when he, he didn't need to do that. So, um. I am curious. I wouldn't hate if they started Flacco. Like again, like our defense is good enough, so you would think you would think they can hold it down for us um, while the offense tries to do something. I saw some rumblings about them possibly starting them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be the worst. I'm. I'm never opposed to whoever the starting quarterback is because I always hope that they're gonna do what they're supposed to do when they get out there, no matter who it is. But well, I don't know. I was just like I say, you're right. We you, we we did have the same style quarterback, and hypothetically, had we brought in Robert Griffin, he would have been another of the same style quarterback. So maybe that's what they thought too. Like, let's bring in a pocket guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, Andrew Barry, them guys. They seem to know what they're doing when it comes to personnel, even though they, they haven't hired a fucking offensive coordinator yet. But other than that, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. Hopes and previews for... Week thirteen, who we mm. who we got this week, Scott man? Next week we'll we'll be playing the Los Angeles Rams. And what's their record? I think they they got a losing record, right? They, they do. They're not that terrible. They're five and six. So, um, you know, they got Matt Stafford. He's gonna be mm-hmm. a better quarterback than whatever we put out there. Um, mm-hmm. and they've got a solid wide receiver room. They got that rookie Nakua, Cooper Cup, of course. Um, you know, they're they're third in the NFC West, but I think they're a lot better than their record. So um it'll be well, so another team we can't necessarily take lightly. Yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. And then we plan. I know we plan out here because I saw somebody from Cleveland talking about how they was coming to LA for the game. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm going to the game with a buddy. We don't have tickets yet, but we're gonna have to figure it out. But yeah, 
I also just a little Jake's that I don't think I've seen the Browns win in person in over 10 years. That's a, I got lucky in the only or the first was the one the first. We definitely was the last. The last game I went to, the Browns won, and it was Johnny Manziel's only win. Wow. <laughs> That's wild. It's the 49. And it was 70 degrees that day in December. I'll never forget. Oh, man. But, um, what a time. Well, let me see. Like I say, uh, last week we was going against coming into a 5-5 five and five Broncos, and I didn't want to get my hopes too high. And now that we all banged up, including at the quarterback spot, I don't want to get my hopes too high again, but I don't want to be too down on ourselves. So I'm going to say just four even hopes out of five. Mm. I'm, yep. I, I am worried because I do think that they're still like a good team and I am worried about our quarterback position. Um, I'm actually going to say two out of five hopes. I'm a little bit scared about this game. A little bit scared. And I'm also well, we factoring got... in that I'm going to the game, and I think that brings us down. So, Damn. Well, I guess we got to split the difference then. QB Pierce, three hopes. Three hopes to win the game. Um, fuck, we got to beat these Rams because seven and five, wouldn't be the worst overall, but because everybody else is seven and four, it would be kind of bad. So, like, yeah, yep. we need to win because I know yep. these other fuckers, these other fuckers is not losing. So, yeah. we need to be eight and four. Well, this. we this, this is an important we're... game, not only for the record, but just to get our shit together because after this, we have the Jaguars, who are arguably top team. In the AFC, you know, you could put right now you could put Jaguars, Chiefs, and uh, Ravens up there at the top, even though I don't think the Ravens, I really don't think the Ravens are that good. But record wise, Jaguars no, are they not, right not the way we beat them. Was I, that? I, yeah. I saw that the Jaguars, I saw the Jaguars was number one in the AFC now, so yeah, they not mm-hmm. they know they are no longer. The easy win, like that's fucked up. They used to. They're be, not but... an easy win. And there's a few yeah. games towards the end of our schedule. I mean, we got so it goes: Rams, Jaguars, Bears, Texans, Jets, Bengals. I think in the beginning of the year we were thinking that Texans game would be an easy win, but Texans are are yeah. good. C.J. Stroud's playing yeah. great. Uh, the the Jets, I think we can beat. The Bengals, I think we can definitely beat. But you know, this this string of games right here, man. I think we really this is such an important game, this one. We gotta we gotta beat the teams we're supposed to beat, and I think we should beat the Rams, but I don't know that I'm that hopeful, but it's gotta happen. I think this is a big, really big week for us. So I'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping that they take care of business. <sighs> you heard it here, folks, QB Pierce. We need this. Final thoughts for week 12 against the motherfucking Denver Broncos. Well, we thought we was going to have a battle going into it, and we were right. Not only was it – actually, it wasn't a battle. It was a 
it's kind of a slaughter. We got we kind of got our ass whooped. They kind of did what they wanted to do. We kind of we couldn't stop them. Fucking uh, number thirty three was running his ass off. Russell Wilson looked normal. But my final thought is, I'm glad Miles did not get like injured. He hurt, well everybody hurt, but he didn't get injured. So I guess that's the only good takeaway from it is that yeah. fucking Miles is not hurt. Because <laughs> if he go down, then <laughs> that's a wrap. Yeah. So yeah, final thought. I'm so glad Miles didn't get hurt in that bullshit. And good yeah. job, rookie, even though you got your head knocked off. <laughs> yeah, final thoughts are uh Stefanski has to be better. I'm so tired of this shit. I don't like doing this flip-flopping stuff, but I genuinely, I don't feel like I'm overreacting. I feel like it is a fair critique that he did not call a great game. I thought that was so bad. Uh, you know, it, I was, I think we were all hoping halftime come around. Like he'd be like, all right, all right, let me knock this shit off. Let's run the ball. Cause they hadn't stopped us at all. Um, and that never happened. And we came out five wide and same old stuff. So takeaways are Stefanski just has to be better. I'm so tired of having to doubt him. It's pissing me off. So I'm hoping he gets his shit together. And I hope the defense also gets back on track as well. That was a great way to close the show. And with that QB peers, I'm Yusuf Ali. That's Jake Solomon. And until next week, fucking go Browns. Fucking go Browns. Yeah. Cleveland! This is for you! We out.